0: What's up, Cycles School? Chris Gillibo here. I am celebrating the launch of The Money Tree all week long. It's my brand new book, a story about finding the fortune in your own backyard. A number of people have asked me if there is an audio version. Uh, yes, there is. I did record it myself. Uh, so that is available on Audible uh, or wherever else you get your audiobooks. There's also a Kindle version, as well as other digital formats. Uh, and of course, you know, good old print. So go check it out, moneytreebook.com, or of course, Amazon or your local bookstore. Now, here on the program, welcome to Throwback Thursday. It is Throwback Thursday slash Where Are They Now, where we take an in-depth look at someone whose story has evolved considerably since we first featured them. Last week's segment was about a graphic designer who creates a watercolor brand that is sold in retailers throughout South Carolina and beyond. Today, in our latest feature, we'll hear from Nicole, a professional beekeeper. That is a beekeeper, not a bookkeeper. Professional beekeeper, who was initially a side-hustling beekeeper, This wasn't her, you know, childhood aspiration from a young age. Uh, It's something she stumbled upon later. And she comes to us from Houston, Texas. Now it's been more than two years since we featured her. What's happened since? She's got some advice on partnerships and mentoring. Uh, So let's hear directly from her. I'll come back at the end to wrap us up. But hey, Nicole, show us the honey.
1: My name is Nicole Burgers. I'm from Houston, Texas, and uh, my side hustle is B2B Honey Collective. I was featured on episode 104. B2B Honey Collective is a business that provides beekeeper education through presentations, classes, mentorship, as well as hyperlocal honey by neighborhood. I was a backyard beekeeper. I started my business uh, because I found that a lot of people needed help getting started beekeeping and just needed someone there to hold their hand through buying the equipment and getting started with the stewardship of their bees. And uh, I also found that there were a lot of beekeepers in Houston and a lot of people wanting local honey, but not one way to connect one to the other. So I uh, started a website where I feature different neighborhoods honey. Since I was featured on Side Hustle School, uh, my business has grown tremendously. I now am a featured vendor at one of the uh, best farmer's markets here in Houston. So I am there every week. Um, which has increased my revenue. I now have employees, (laughs) which is a big deal. I have, um, right now three part-timers that, that help me, um, looking for more people. Uh, and I have a business space. So I have rented, uh, the, I live in a duplex. I've rented the downstairs of where I live, which I can hold classes at. Um, and, um, do a lot of my operations out of, Um, so I've moved the business out of my home, but just downstairs. (laughs) It's a big deal. (laughs) Uh, My biggest current challenge would be finding talent. Uh, I am only one beekeeper and having a beekeeper uh, with the level of knowledge I have to help me has been hard to find. Um, the goal with the B2B Honey Collective was to mentor people so they could get to my level and then help me as I expanded. And I find that um, it's, it's been hard to kind of wean people off of my services. They really enjoy having me there. And um, I, my challenge is here is to make my mentees uh, self-sufficient and then hopefully able to help me going forward. In order to do that, what I'm doing is I'm now offering more intermediate level courses and uh, level of, of just hands-on. Um, I'm kind of taking a step back and saying, OK, now it's your turn. You're going to do the work today, and I'm going to be here and guide you and be more hands-on, which is uh, I think I'm maybe a little bit of a like kind of control freak or like a, a mothering sort where I'm, I'm wanting to do the work and help someone do the work um, and I end up doing it for them. So I'm really taking a step back this year and allowing the members to really learn by doing. I get contacted all the time with from people who want to start this in their own communities and I definitely encourage them to do so. There are a lot of different methods that beekeepers can take. Um, but the, the first thing I would do would be to um, first find a partner to help would be very helpful. Um, you have strengths that perhaps another person doesn't have. Maybe they're very good at the communication and scheduling and you're better with the bees or vice versa. Um, handling books, whatever it may be. Um, I also would recommend that um, if they have the resources to have their own apiary that people can come to them and learn versus having to go to the person's hive to teach them. It's it's much easier for them to come to you where you have all your equipment at hand and you're not driving around all day like I do. Um, So if I had to do it all differently, again, I might do it that way. that, and I would recommend someone starting um, maybe with a different structure.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much, Nicole. Now, as I have mentioned a couple of times, uh, partnerships are not always a good idea. Just want to pick up on some of those last points that she mentioned. Uh, we have a Q&A episode coming up about this very topic next week. Um, but in short, the right time to do it is when you have those complementary skills like Nicole mentioned. If there's something that you really lack, but somebody else has, that might be a good time perhaps to look at a partnership, uh, but it's also okay and might in fact be better uh, to do it on your own and just find a way to compensate for that weakness uh, without entering a formal partnership. I actually got to uh, visit an apiary last year in Portland. Apiary is like where bees hang out, you know, fun fact, new word. Um, I got to visit one of those places in Portland. Uh, it was up on the roof, and they had all these different—well, I don't even know what they're called—like little homes for bees. I guess you just call that itself the apiary. But there were lots of little, you know, boxes and buckets. Um, I even put on a bee suit uh, to do some filming. It was just one of the high points in my surreal life, um, and I don't think I want to join the hive. I got enough things going on, but I enjoyed learning more about the life of bees. So 2020 is our year of interaction. If you have a question, if you'd like to update us about your side hustle, if you want to become a beekeeper, you can receive a free starter kit of bees uh, whenever you order 1000 copies of the money tree. If you order 1000 copies, I promise I will find a way to get you a free starter kit of bees. For all those things, uh, or you know, just to ask a question, come to sidehustleschool.com slash questions. We'll continue to feature them throughout the year. Uh, Today's show notes, specifically with links to Nicole, anything else we mentioned, are at School.com/slash eleven slash 1195. All right, I'm going to buzz off. I got stuff to do for my book launch, but I will be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. You're a rock star. My name is Chris Guillebeau. This is Side School.